Humble Last Week. I'm glad you're here checking out Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This right here features highlights from Humboldt's last seven days of news when you want it. While you drive, at the gym, while you're getting stuff done, anytime. Way to catch up in one sitting. Or two sittings. I know you've got stuff going on in your life. You know, I can't even begin to describe how good it feels that people in Humboldt are subscribing to the podcast, spreading the word, telling a friend. It's the best way to get the word out, telling a friend. Thanks for connecting. Of course, the one-stop shop to connect is HumboldtLastWeek.com. Um, I'm really glad to have another episode supported by Hum VoiceOver. If you're looking to create a quality ad for radio or podcast at an affordable price, just reach out to HumVoiceOver at gmail.com. The producer behind countless local radio ads. Again, that's HumVoiceOver at gmail.com. Hope you had a good week. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. I just got back from snowboarding at Shasta. I'm a little tired, a little sore. Warm again, though, thankfully. Such a beautiful moment on your way home whenever you cross that Humboldt County line. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, let's jump right in. Some brazen individual up and decided to ram a truck through the wall of the library at College of the Redwoods. You hear about this? They were trying to steal an ATM. Ramming a glass wall. How ironic. It was a Dodge Ram. So a guy ties a chain around the ATM and drives off, right? He's thinking he's got this. He's thinking he's awesome. And then this is funny. He's like running over all kinds of stuff on the way off campus, loses the ATM machine. Whoops. Student onlookers on scene probably like, yeah, school books are expensive. I get it, dude. I'm kidding. Suspect left the truck behind. It was possibly stolen. Anyway, if you know more about that, you'll want to tell the sheriffs. It's crazy. Speaking of brazen individuals, you see the video of the guy getting stranded on the North Jetty with his truck. Guy drove out there when he obviously should not have. Huge waves are crashing around him, water just swarming over his truck, picking it up, moving it around. This video plays like an action scene in a movie. His truck gets stuck, and then he's getting in and out of the cab. Uh, eventually, the Coast Guard sends in a helicopter to go pick him up and airlift him out of there. Videographer Tyler Whiteside told Loco he thought this man might be suicidal until he saw the Arkansas plates, and he realized he probably just didn't know how dangerous that was. Video really went around, though. Last I checked, it had over 750,000 views on YouTube. I'll post a link. Well, an esteemed Arcata cop will be barking up a new tree after his retirement. That would be Zari, who pawed his way through 1,000 arrests over eight years. Seemed like 56 to him. The German-American law enforcement professional only had a bone to pick with people who were criminals. And he was great about making public appearances at schools and in the community. Though I heard he stuck his tongue out at people from time to time. Rascal. North Coast Journal reported the Arcata Police Department is now raising funds for a new police dog. Zari will live out his retirement in the care of Sergeant Ron Sly and his family. Awesome. Maybe you heard a 24-year-old woman said she was shot by some guys with guns and masks along Avenue of the Giants. Story, according to this release, is that these guys shot at her vehicle. Whenever she got out, they demanded money and drugs, which she did not provide. And they shot her in the leg. Saw at KimKemp.com, the cops arrested her ex in connection with that. It's wild. Well, the newest brewery in Eureka is called Booth Brewing Company, and the majority of their beer is going to be shipped off to South Korea. Why? Well, we have better access to stuff like hops and barley over here. Their head brewer told the loco that South Koreans are crazy for craft beers. And uh, Booth Brewing is eventually going to open a tap room in Eureka, so you don't have to fly all the way to Seoul to try it. And they also plan to supply local grocery stores eventually with Booth Brewing. Good stuff. The volunteer fire department in Wea is getting squeezed. They've been at their building rent-free for 53 years now. Now the landlord wants cash. 
three grand a month or three quarters of a million dollars once. Obviously, the fire department has limited resources, so along Avenue of the Giants residents from Salmon Creek to Redcrest may be without vital emergency assistance by April. Landlord Curtis Wood was not around when Loco asked him to comment. Fingers crossed he rethinks that decision or the community comes together for their department down there. There's a meeting coming up week after next. Post a link for that. Well, when it comes to cannabis, Senator Mike McGuire wants to keep the Humboldt brand authentic. He introduced a bill that would prevent marijuana businesses from using both the name of a California county or any name that appears similar to that California county unless the cannabis is produced in that county. So no Humboldt brand stuff grown down in L.A. or wherever. Senator told the Time Standard a similar battle was fought several years ago by the wine industry and it was resolved. If this passes, people elsewhere profiting from the Humboldt name are about to see the wag of the finger. Right here in Humboldt, folks at Redwood National and State Parks joined many other branches posting about climate change on Twitter. Tweets in opposition to the new president and his moves they feel are damaging to the environment. They basically wrote, more Redwoods means less climate change. Bigwigs like Yahoo News and CNBC shared this tweet in articles. And finally, two thumbs up for Kim Kemp. Her coverage on an insurance salesman accused of selling fake insurance to local companies has quite possibly prevented a few people from being financially bullied. Like I said, we're not talking about lunch money here. John Ford has allegedly been swindling at least one cannabis-related nonprofit, Humboldt Redwood Healing, and another nonprofit said Ford may have not only sold them fake insurance, but on top of that, taken their rent money. That would be the Humboldt Area Center for Harm Reduction in Eureka, who helped the homeless. They almost became homeless themselves. Pretty ironic. It's almost a riddle there. How does one steal from those who have nothing? Anyway, on the upside, those who came forward have been recovering. I just think it's a good thing Kim got the word out. I do feel good about it, but I really think that it wasn't me that started it. It was Thomas Mulder. When he first approached me with the idea about doing a story about John Ford, even though I've known Thomas Mulder and his family for many years and known that he's well-known in the community, I couldn't just take his word on it. I had to have confirmation. And he went through a great deal of effort to make sure that I had information that I needed. Plus, he was courageous in stepping forward. Being the head of a cannabis business is not always approved of in the wider society. And he was willing to sign his name to the complaint letter. And then I got other people who were willing to confirm that, but also not on record because of their own fears about what might happen. But Thomas Mulder was courageous enough to step forward, and I think that that this is all due to him saying enough is enough. We're not going to let this happen. And I think we should all applaud his courage. So what do we take from these allegations of fraud and theft by a local business? The first thing to learn is that uh, people that you can respect and think are reputable business people can be involved in things that aren't to your best interest and you need to be cautious. And I think the cannabis industry particularly needs to be cautious, but um, as we can see from the second story that I did do um, involving the small nonprofit that helps the homeless and drug-addicted people, the Hatcher, um, that it's not just the cannabis businesses that can be caught up in this. It can be any business. And it's important to know that even though these allegations might serve as a great lesson for the future for both local business people and consumers was not easy for Kim to write about. I'd like to say that 
I know Mr. Ford, not personally, but just um, I had dealt with him online, and he struck me as a nice man. And it was a difficult thing just personally for me to publish information that I believed and knew to be true, um, but I just wished it wasn't. Thanks so much to Kim Kemp for once again lending her voice to the podcast. If you have any comments, please don't hesitate to connect in the method of your choosing at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Oh, and if you have a second, check out Humboldt Last Week Facebook for some cool posts. A uh, paper cutout street map of Arcata. Really cool. Stunning photo of that truck in a tree in Petrolia. The story behind that. An article that featured chandelier tree along Avenue of the Giants. Good stuff on there. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon. Humboldt Last Week.